it is our 50th episode. <laughs> I can't believe that we have done 50 podcast episodes. Welcome to the Material World Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Cher Enya, a certified hypnotist and mindset coach. This podcast is here so that you can start making massive quantum leaps. I'll be sharing a decade of manifestation and mindset tips that have allowed me to set up my sole purpose business, quit my nine to five, transform my identity and start creating a life that gives me internal and external freedom as well as true happiness and fulfillment. You can expect in-depth teachings, guided visualizations and actionable steps because you can't just daydream about a limitless life. You must co-create it through intention, energy, and getting unapologetic about what you want. It's time for you to manifest a life even better than what is on your vision board. So let's get into this episode. Honestly, when I started this podcast, I really had no idea how long I was going to do it for. I had the intention to keep going because my intuition led me to this podcast. I knew I had to do it. And I kind of made a commitment to myself that even if no one listens for like the next six months to 12 months, I'm going to keep going because I know it's the thing I need to do. So to think I'm sat here celebrating the 50th episode with you and how far this podcast has actually come. I'm just so happy. I'm so happy for me. And I'm just so grateful for you because honestly, you listening to this, I see the numbers every day when I check. <laughs> yes, I check pretty much every day at the numbers and in what countries this podcast is reaching and all things like that. I have a look literally every day because it is like my pride and joy. It's my love. And the fact that you're here listening to this is just contributing to that so much and contributing to my actual happiness. So <laughs> thank you so much. I truly, truly mean that from the bottom of my heart. And we have passed 10,000 downloads. So I'm just so excited by that as well. Sometimes I compare myself to the massive podcasts that have been going like for a few years and I allow my mind to tell me that 10,000 downloads isn't a big deal compared to what other podcasts are doing but then I'm like no fuck you <laughs> 10,000 downloads is incredible and I'm celebrating that I'm just so excited I'm really really excited and I wanted to do something slightly different for the 50th episode I've been thinking about it for a few weeks now because I knew the 50th episode like a little anniversary episode was coming and I knew I wanted to do something a little bit different and it occurred to me the other day, oh, I'm still going to stick with the theme of this future self, pulling the future down to now, stepping into who you want to be, changing your life. I'm going to keep it on that theme. And today's episode is five examples of where I have said yes to my future self, where I have operated from the future and not the past, where I have said and done things that have been very scary and they've expanded me and pushed me and how it's positively impacted and changed my life and expanded me into the next version of myself time and time again. 
And I know from your feedback that when I share my personal stories and experiences with you, they seem to land at a far deeper level than if I'm just telling you that it's a good idea to be your future self and make decisions that scare you. (laughs) So I'm going to tell you five little stories today of where I have expanded myself. And I know that you are going to find this really inspiring and useful for yourself as well. So let's get into it. The first one, and this is the deepest one, I didn't want to go down like tragic sob story memory lane, but this was a pinnacle moment in my life. And I promise after this story, they get much more (laughs) lighthearted. But the first one was making a decision to run away from home. So I grew up surrounded by domestic violence and it was pretty severe and it went on until I was 20 years old. So the violence was never actually directed at me but it was between my mum and dad and living for 20 years under those circumstances takes its toll on you. It really really does and you know the violence was pretty extreme at times And that got to a point where it had got so bad and I realised if I live the next 20 years in these circumstances, things are going to go horrifically wrong. Now, obviously, there is so much more to this story. So, so, so much. I could write a whole book. But me and my mum weren't in a financial situation to get by just me and her. But I knew we had to find a way. So one day I said to her, this is it. We have to leave and we cannot come back. And that's what we did. And she looked me in the eye and she agreed. And this is a woman who had been with my dad since she was 16. And I had to make that decision. I cannot be here anymore. I cannot survive in these circumstances. So we packed a suitcase and we left. And in that moment, that was probably the first big decision in my life where I had made a decision based on the future and not the past. Because I knew the future version of me, where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, what I wanted to achieve, couldn't be done in those circumstances. And even though it was familiar, and this is the difficult thing, is that circumstances, no matter how painful they are and how difficult and scary they are, if you've been surviving in them for long enough, your mind believes that it's comfortable and that you are still surviving, therefore it's okay. And removing yourself from a situation that is scary can actually be and feel more dangerous than living in the circumstances that are actually dangerous. So that was the first decision where I actually said yes to a future that was actually uncomfortable and that I didn't know how it was going to turn out. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I wasn't prepared to carry on living in a situation that I was very used to living in, living in the past. So that is the first decision I made. Number two was starting my business. Now, I've said to you before that I have had a lot of businesses 
And I say that like kind of tongue in cheek because looking back at all the businesses I've tried to start from like the age of, I don't know, early 20s, I never actually allowed myself to go all in. But the first proper business that I had where I allowed myself to go all in was another key time where I actually began operating from the future version of me. Because the past version of me, like I said, had set up so many businesses and I loved creating brands. I loved setting up the website. I loved thinking of all the visuals and the creative side of it. I loved all that. So that was all the parts that I used to do. And I would be like, yeah, I'm setting up this business and I would do all the fun stuff. And then when it actually came to putting myself out there and actually selling and taking the next step, I wouldn't do it. But my first business, which I still have, it's still going, like I'm still very much in it. But that first time I actually went all in and I actually said yes to myself, that was me running headfirst into the future. That was me grabbing this future version of myself where I actually was making money in this business. I was actually selling. I was actually doing the hard thing that I'd never allowed myself to do before. That was me pulling the future and bringing it into the present. Because in that moment, I could have stayed doing the same thing I had been doing in the past, which was doing all the pretty stuff, doing all the design, imagining it. But I didn't. I pushed into the unknown. I actually stepped into a place that I didn't know how it was going to go. I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know how to take it to the next level, which is why I never had for like seven, eight, nine years. But I took the fucking leap and I learned along the way. So that's number two. Number three comes quite soon after that one. And that was quitting my job. So I was doing my nine to five and I wasn't happy in it. It was not fulfilling me at all. I was born to have a business. I was a born entrepreneur. I was not made to be stuck in a nine to five. And I knew that. And that is why over the years where I had been in my nine to five, I had been trying to set up these little businesses on the side and allowing myself to dream and allowing myself to get so far and then just stopping myself. But this time was different. And where I'd said yes to the future version of me, where I actually did it and I actually did the thing, I actually set up the business and I actually started earning money from it. I started earning money really quick. <laughs> I started getting success in my business fast and I quit my job. I just quit my job. And part of that was because I had my massive motorway accident where a lorry had like hit our car on the motorway and it was just a crazy experience. And it was a massive wake up call. So part of that really motivated me to go all in but I could have stayed operating from the past very easily. And I could have thought to myself, I'm going to stay safe. I am not going to say a full yes to this future version of me. I'm going to stay sensible. And to be honest, it was a risk. And I wouldn't necessarily tell anyone to just quit their job without knowing. But for me, it did work and it pushed me into this future version of myself where it was sink or swim. A bit like Tony Robbins when he says burning the lifeboats. 
or whatever it is, like burning the ships, whereas like you're on the shore and you know you have the ship there and you can get in your ship and sail back to the safe place. But if you burn those fucking ships, you know you're stuck. You know you have to make it work. There are no ships to take you back to where you once were in the past. And it worked for me. It really, really did. And it pushed me forward. It spurred me on. And that was me jumping into the unknown, doing something I'd never done before based on where I wanted to go in the future. So I left my job. I didn't know how the fuck I was going to make it work. So this business that I'm referring to, I set it up in... August 2020, I think it was, and I hadn't made any money in it until January. And I think in January I made like 400 pounds. And then in February, I think I made like 700 pounds. And then in April, I made 5,000 pounds. And that was just in one month. And it was February the 21st, I think. And the 22nd was my first day full-time in my business. And it all just worked. Now, don't get me wrong, it's been a roller coaster ever since, of course. <laughs> but saying yes and pulling that future version of me down into my present moment and doing something I'd never done before paid off for me. And the fourth thing was ending a nearly 20-year friendship with someone who was my best friend. She was my best friend for, I don't know how many years, maybe 17, 18 years. We met in school. We were best friends all through school. We were best friends all through our 20s. And things just became toxic. Things became very difficult. And the past version of me would have put up with it because I've always had a very small friendship group. And for someone who's a very sociable person, like I love being around people. I love having lots of friends. I love doing things in big groups of friends. I love that. I've never actually had it. So my friends who I could count on like one hand, <laughs> the thought of losing one was scary because our friendship was what I'd known for nearly 20 years. I didn't really know my life without her in it. And if I had carried on operating from that place, not knowing who I am without her in my life, not knowing what it's like having her to text, having her to see, to have a cup of tea with after work, or to just sing and dance in her kitchen together, to say no to that. And to say yes to a life without that was fucking scary and really hard. And it was me that called a day on the friendship. And we knew each other inside out. But if I'd had stayed in that relationship with her, in the friendship that we had, that was actually hurting me in the end, I would have been doing that purely from fear of the unknown. Fear of having one less friend, one less person in my corner. But I knew the friendship wasn't there anymore. It wasn't what it once was. And it wasn't aligned with where I was going and where she was going. It was almost like, if you imagine the letter Y, 
together, we'd been going in this straight line. And as the letter Y branches out, one is going one way and one is going the other. And that's what was happening. And of course, I knew I had my part to play in these things. We only ever see what the other person is doing to hurt us. But you have to take responsibility. And even if I didn't realize, I'm sure I was hurting her as well. But I knew I didn't want to hurt anymore. And I knew the future version of me was not going to cling on to something that was hurting me just because I didn't know life without it. So just like all the other instances in life where I decided to run away from home instead of clinging on to something that was painful, where I'd started my business and I wasn't going to cling on to the old ways of only getting so far and not jumping into the unknown or quitting my job, clinging on to something that I didn't know what life was going to be like without that job. Just like all of those things, I said yes to the unknown. I ended the relationship and I jumped in to life without having that person by my side. And if you've ever experienced a friendship breakup, especially one that is really, really deep and has been very long, you will know how sad and painful it is. So that was number four. And as things go and as things happen, (laughs) like they do, The minute I released that friendship, within about six months, I met a new friend who is on exactly the same journey as me, who has a personality that is just so perfectly matched with mine. We're both super spiritual. We both have businesses. And this is what happens when you make room in your life. Releasing and letting go and saying yes to the future version of you recalibrates things. In order for me to let go of one friendship allowed a new, more aligned friendship to enter into my reality. To align with the future version of me, the version of me who I said yes to. And then the fifth and final thing was investing in me. Something I mentioned in this podcast where I had always reached a point in business where I would do all the things, like the pretty things, the brand things, the things that I was really good at. But when it actually came to selling, I would stop and I would block myself because I didn't know how to fucking do it. So the key thing, the key difference with the last business I set up that was actually working and started making money was that I got to the point where I could have either operated from the past and stopped and protected myself, or I could have jumped headfirst into the unknown. And I chose to jump headfirst into the unknown and actually fucking go for it. The thing that allowed me to do that was investing in my first course, an online course, and it was how to sell how to actually make sales in your business. And I had never really invested in myself until that point. And it was so scary. And I think it was like a hundred pounds. It was like a hundred pound course. So it wasn't even a lot of money. For me at the time, it was a hell of a lot of money, like so much money to even spend a hundred pounds on a course. But it allowed me to make my first £5,000 in business because I knew how. And again, it's a bit like that letter why I had that opportunity to either just carry on as I was and operate from the past or recalibrate my life, 
pull the future down into my reality, say yes, and buy a freaking course that was going to help me actually move forwards into the future where I wanted to go. And every single time I've invested ever since then, it has paid off in some way. So all the courses I've done that business mastermind that I talked to you about in a recent podcast episode, all of these times where I was investing in myself, saying yes to myself, was investing into the future, was making a decision based on a future version of me and not a past version of me. And it's the same with rapid resolution therapy. Me investing my time and money into rapid resolution therapy and becoming a therapist and facilitator of rapid resolution therapy with Dr. John Connolly. That's me pulling the future into my reality now and not operating from anything I've ever done before, anything I know how to do. I didn't know how to do rapid resolution therapy. (laughs) I didn't know how to reprogram somebody's unconscious mind. I didn't know all that. But if I'd allowed the fear and the unknowing and the uncertainty to win, I would have been operating from the past and not the future version of me who lives in London in her apartment and has a G-Wagon and travels the world because that is the future I'm pulling into the now and that is how I am living my life every fucking day and I encourage you to do the same. So a real mix of things but five key moments that I could think of in my life where I have said yes to the future, stepped into the unknown and not operated from the past. So let me know if you enjoyed this episode, our 50th episode. I'm so, so excited. I can't wait until we are celebrating our 100th episode because there is literally no stopping us. We are in this together, me and you, you and me. You're in my G-Wagon with me, my imaginary G-Wagon, and we are driving towards our best selves. Come and message me on Instagram. I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. And here's to the best fucking future for you. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please let me know you loved it by leaving a review and make sure you are following me on TikTok and Instagram so we can be friends. You'll find me at I am Cher Enya. I love you so much. Keep up your progress and I will see you in the next episode. <laughs>